Hey, everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading loading the anchor app or you can go to anchor.fm all right guys let's get back to the show the little mermaids back mulan came back with the trailer that was kind of a little bit of a snooze fest bitches are out here going to jail for licking ice cream we talking about nas little nas x Nicki minaj and uh we got the baddest bitch in comedy in here we got lunel stay tuned Presented by AfterBuzz TV and live from Los Angeles, California, it's AfterBuzz Tonight with Jesse Janity. AfterBuzz TV's first late night talk show with a millennial mindset. From trending topics to interviews with your favorite influencers, celebrities, and performers, we've got it all. So grab your favorite late night snack and join the conversation. And now your host, Jesse Janity. Yo, what up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy DJ Jesse J, aka Jesse Janity. And what is tea? I hope you guys had a blessed and highly amazing weekend okay because i did sure did right after a nice little four-day weekend okay you know what i mean remember we're back in the corporate world but i had a nice little four-day weekend even though i went in on friday but it was like really a half day because then i'm like kind of like corporate world is kind of interesting to me too because it's like why we have a half day and why are you getting pizza for us like i'm 30 years old and i can do something can we get like Kumpau chicken or something like pizza that's what we're doing but anyways you know what i mean loved my four-day weekend just started the new job ready for a break uh but fourth of july snooze fest for me wasn't really that into it i didn't even feel apparently there were earthquakes you know how i found out my mother my mother called me banging my door basically blowing my phone up to asking me if i was okay i'm like girl i'm shopping like it's new it's the i keep on saying it's the fourth of july the new year's or something but because you know what at this point i don't want to even celebrate fourth of july like honestly it really didn't even feel like a celebration to be had like i'm like we just let juneteenth pass and we post on all these instagram things but we ain't gonna really take the day off i had to go into work on juneteenth the day we actually all came together but okay we're gonna sit out here and just be out by the pool on fourth of july wasn't into it um also so into the lion king trailers that dropped this weekend uh got the full thing i am here for it i'm now finally excited you know what i mean beyonce released her cast picture beyonce with the cast of pride rock you know what i mean and she did her thing as well but i gotta say for me the trailer of the weekend went to maleficent too and i gotta say it's the mistress of evil was never here for it the first one was cute like we don't need the second one but after seeing the trailer here for it and i'm ready for this freaking night because they got me plucking wig brows over at my job this morning i'm over here 30 years old i'm plucking wigs i'm like what is my life come to but that's why we here tonight ladies and gentlemen live in my studio we got the one and only miss jamie gray what's up jesse hey bo you was at anime i I was at anime expo comic con anime expo what was it yeah it was anime expo kind of similar but more anime based Mm -hmm. Um, my eyes are still healing Uh, i dressed up as bulma so you might know her from, from dragon ball z yes 
She's Where can everyone follow you to go look at that? Yes, um, at Jamie Gray. So listen, I hope you can spell. Okay, so listen with me. J-A-I-M-I. Gray like the color. No E's. G-R-A-Y. Come on. You know what okay. I mean? And if you can't, if that's too hard for you, just go to AfterBuzz tonight. We put the link up there in the Insta yes. store, and you can go right on over to Jay's page. There you go. Boom, over in the corner. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about it. Raising the roof, literally. Yes. I'm we so got Janine Doyen in the building. Hey, guys. How's it hey, going? Hey, boo. How was your weekend? It was great. Notice she didn't come to my party. Oh. Ooh, is that shade? It's, it's like the bit. palm trees it's on your shirt. A bit. It's a lot Come of shade. On. It's all right. No, shady. I know you got your life, and like I it was like corporate world. Like. <laughs> corporate world had my life. Spent like a lovely weekend at the beach and the pool, and clearly got such a tan. Um, Come on, tan. Yeah. All right, just blending yeah. right on but in I, with the wall. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Accurate, accurate. Matt, I know there's tons of stuff we've got to talk about, and I'm super excited, and I'm really trying to hold my tongue off of two of the topics, so go ahead, just start it. Okay, well, I'm going to dive right in and tell you that Disney is making waves. Oh, come on, wave. But something about this story is a little fishy, and makes me not want to be part of this world. Too much. What's under the sea, girl? Yeah, so Disney announced they cast singer Halle Bailey as Ariel in their upcoming live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Um, This is the first time Disney has cast a woman of color as what has traditionally always been white princesses, so it's a really big deal, and she... I'm just going to read the quote. So director Rob Marshall said that Bailey possesses the rare combination of spirit, heart, youth, innocence, and substance, plus a glorious singing voice. I am like a lot of people online who are super excited about it, um, but there are also a lot of people who are not quite as excited, and there were a lot of people who were pretty outraged that they didn't cast someone who is white and has the iconic red hair. Um, the hashtag, hashtag not my Ariel was trending as people felt that a black actress was unacceptable. And um, mm-hmm. Disney's Freeform actually responded with an open letter. Freeform? Yeah. And they responded with an open letter addressed to, quote, the poor unfortunate souls. I love it. Um, and they said that she lives in an underwater kingdom, so obviously she could go anywhere she wants. And that, uh, yes, Danish people can be black, too. So, Jesse, on a scale of 9 to 10, how excited for this reboot are you? And what do you want to tell those haters out there? I'm very excited for the reboot. I was here for it just with Melissa McCarthy even being rumored to be Ursula. I see it, you know. Uh, do I think Ursula is was imagined as a gay black man? No, I think that she is a six-tongued octopus or tentacled octopus who is after somebody's grandmother more so like from back in the day dynasty or whatever but I'm here for it with Hallie like this is amazing congratulations girl like I think that she her and her sister Hallie and Chloe are one of the most slept upon acts Mm -hmm. out now Um, and I think this will really give them the boost that they needed uh, and I'm happy that Disney went in this direction. You know, a lot of the buzz was towards uh, Melissa being Ursula, and they wanted it to be a black girl, or they wanted yeah. it to be a drag queen or a trans woman. And I think this was the bigger play. I think that, you know, Melissa, she has the star power. Hallie has the, the voice. She's new. She's cute to the scene. I'm so here for it. What are you thinking, Jamie? I mean, I could do without Melissa McCartney. Um, sorry, girl. Or is it McCarthy? McCar- M- McCarthy. Why? Well, who would you because, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are saying Lizzo, but eh. Lizzo's not like the age range, so I don't know, but I feel like Disney is not too late. <laughs> Just give it another try. Melissa could do okay, but I'm like, can she sing? Yeah. I think Melissa is a, like, 
an actress. Girl, like she's going to be like, watch and it's all. Yeah. Although I want Lunell to come in and do it because I think Lunell can. You know what? With those nails? You know? Okay, but as far as Hallie, why are y'all mad? She could dye her hair red. It's disgusting. She lives in the Caribbean. Like, Ariel, she's she's in probably Jamaica. I mean, Sebastian is Jamaican. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. She's I'm, a fish. You know, and honestly, like, as great as she is, like, shout out to Ashley Gray in the thing. She said, I'm not a fan of Haley or her sister, but I am here Ooh. for this movie. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, some people, you may not be into their sound. Their sound is very specific. However, yeah. what she's going to do for this role and what this means is huge. I just hope they do the hair and the swimming, all that right. The CGI, I need all it to be... And it's about the voice at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, Ursula wanted to steal her voice. Right. That's why Ursula's white. You think the black one was going to steal the black girl's voice? Come on. There you go. (laughs) What else is going on? Okay, so while Disney is modernizing and changing things up with Little Mermaid, they're going old school for another live-action reboot, specifically 6th century. So um, pretty stoked about that, and people are finding a way to be upset about it. So the trailer for the new Move On movie dropped this weekend during the Women's World Cup final. Shout out to America. And immediately, (laughs) a lot of people were struck with the incredible photography and the spot-on casting, including Chinese star... Yifei Lu, who is really big over there, and this is, you know, a really great opportunity for her to shine sort of on mainstream American screens as well. Um, But then people noticed there were a couple of big differences between the beloved cartoon version, which we've all seen 40,000 times, and this new live-action reboot, specifically Mulan's little sidekick, uh, Mushu, not in the (laughs) reboot trailer, so we're Mm. thinking he's not going to be in the movie, and also not in the trailer is Mulan's love interest, Li Zhang. So there were a couple of noticeable big differences, and they didn't have a big song dance number that they were really hyping up in the trailer, which Mm -hmm. is part of the reason we loved Mulan so much. However, in the synopsis of this movie, they really focused on um, her story as a hero, that transformation, um, female empowerment, and so what we've already seen is that they're really trying to stick to, you know, an accurate portrayal both culturally and historically. Because this is an old Chinese uh, story from, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So, um, I'm excited, but Jesse, are you excited about this new slash old take? (laughs) No. Okay, do you think they're going to lose some of the magic? I, I do. I like. Here's the thing. I'm not. I, and it's funny because what you think I would be upset about isn't even it. I don't care that the dragon ain't in it. I mean, I love me some Mushu. <laughs> like what Mushi, Mushu, whatever. Is it? Eddie Murphy, where you at? You know what I'm saying? And I didn't need it to even be that that cartoony or campy because I actually didn't think it was going to go in that direction. Because is it? It's by the same people who did Game of Thrones, correct? Or directed by. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Let me check. Um, so, yeah, while well, you do that. But, like, I know that, and I'm pretty sure once I heard that, I was like, I had expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, Disney, you can go dark with me. I'm here. I'm and here. I don't want to go dark like Alice in Wonderland dark. That was weird it was dark. A bit much. It, we're either going to be weird or we're going to go dark. She's one. And sinister. Okay. Like, okay, I need blood, all right? <laughs> so, Mulan... I don't know. One, I wasn't expecting the trailer. I just had saw the full Lion King trailer. And I was so excited about the Lion King trailer. And then all of a sudden, my friend was like, yo, the Mulan trailer. I was like, you lying. I know you're lying to me. And he wasn't lying. He showed it to me in its full glory. I'm like, well, now I just watched the whole movie. 
I need a little more dramatic, like how you did with The Lion King. Lion King was just a little baby paw in a big paw. Oh, this is about to be epic. All I needed was like a sword that comes out like with a geisha face, like, Ching. Oh. Ooh, come on, creative. I love like it. director. Yeah. All right, you know what I mean? Like, I want that. <laughs> Let me sit on that for like Let a me month. Because Beyonce is coming out in, in this month. So now, now already, I already know what Mulan looks like. I already have seen this, what action CGI they have. I don't know. I'm just like, I want it to be epic. And what I saw was too much. And I felt like they just threw the whole trailer at us in a very non-epic way. Well, you know what? I mean, it is different. It's so different from the 1998 cartoon version, you know, uh-huh. so it's, it's going to be different. I personally, I was like, I don't even care if they sing or not, and I love, and I mean love Disney, but I don't, I don't need it. You It'll know? ride on if this girl's act, like an amazing actress. I don't know yeah. her. I've, I have no idea. Did y'all notice, okay, Mulan's dad in the trailer, it's the same dad from um, Rush Hour 1. Did y'all watch no, it? but I love What? That. That's cute. <sighs> I honestly was just like horrified that it was even out. I was like, "What in the Beyonce is happening? Is this just on? Who? There was no warning. Did anyone know? Leaked? You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, Maleficent. I'm like, "What is all this Disney in my face?" I know you're looking this up. Was it? Do we find anything? Yeah. So, uh, Game of Thrones director Alex Graves is working on a Sony Pictures project, also about Mulan. Oh, oh. Ooh, come on! Look at Sony, little shady Sony. <laughs> yeah, oh, coming up from behind. Is that DreamWorks? Sony does DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. Mm, Kung Fu Panda. All right, what else is up? Okay, so Disney might be shaking things up, but in the music world, it's a tale as old as time. Uh, another musician here she goes (laughs) another musician's in trouble with the law so um, ASAP Rocky was arrested last week in Stockholm uh, and held for He's going to be held for two weeks as they investigate him for assaulting a group of men in the street. TMZ first released footage of basically these guys getting a beat down on the sidewalk in Stockholm. Um, But ASAP Rocky released a bunch of footage from his perspective, and it tells sort of a completely different story. So he's being held right now for assault, but he says he's innocent and that they were just protecting themselves from a couple of fans who were harassing them, following them through the streets. If you watch the videos, Jesse, you know you've seen them. Um, you even see a fan take a set of headphones and smash them over a security guard's head and then later refuse to get out of their faces saying, what about my headphones? Are you going to pay me for my headphones? So it's a big mess. Um, he is reportedly being held in solitary confinement right now. There were a couple of other things happening um, sort of legally odd. Like he, when you are arrested abroad, the U.S. Embassy is supposed to be notified pretty quickly, and they were not made aware that he was being held. Now he's on tour in Europe this summer, and he's already missed a couple of big headliner shows in the U.K., and uh, no word how many more he'll miss out on. So, Jess, you've seen the videos. What's your take on this? Was it self-defense? Could they have you know held their temper? And how do you see this all sort of shaken out? I have no idea how this is going to shake out because this is international, honey. I ain't even been out the country, okay? So, but I will say, I think that it's hard. It really is hard because you know, like you said, he had security. 
who was supposed to be doing, you know what I mean, doing their job, and you can't really put it on security because people are people, and they're going to do what they want to do. This is a scary situation. It's like humans, at the end of the day, we're humans. Let's be people, normal people, you know what I mean? Let's not just attack people and creating stories and trying to create. I think we're in this world where everyone's trying to make something go viral, and it's like now they can pay. I'm happy that he recorded it from his side. Because I think that that, and I think we saw that too with uh, the baby, where that happened with him as well. So I think that it's just at that we live in an age where it's like it sucks, but you've got to record yourself. And as far as you know, the U.S. Embassy stepping in, I hope so. I mean, I hope we're gonna get ASAP back. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to watch this on a Netflix special or anything. Right. Like, I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. Good we luck, may, bro. <laughs> we may be in an era where you have to record yourself, but there's one girl who's probably seriously regretting that she recorded Ooh, herself, and yeah. that is the Bluebell ice cream liquor. Um, so I know if you're out there listening, <laughs> you've seen this video. We've all seen variations of it. But a teenage girl was recorded at a Texas Walmart walking up to the freezer aisle, picking out an ice cream, taking the lid off, licking it, and putting it back. Um, the video went viral and even inspired copycats. So there are stores putting armed guards up in front of the ice cream uh, freezer. Okay, to how many people, people are really doing this? Like, this is, like, really, like, a national threat. Like, because it's, like, three states, right? They're, they're popping up all over the place to the point where local news outlets are reporting about how different grocery stores are actually promoting for the holiday weekend that you can still buy ice cream uh, because their ice cream has been monitored closely to ensure no one has licked it. Yes. So the police were actually able to track down the original liquor, and she was arrested. She's under 18, so they're keeping her. I don't know what else to call her. She's under 18, so they're keeping her name (laughs) Mm. under, you know, sealed records. But she is facing two to 20 years in prison for second-degree felony tampering with a consumer product, which carries a jail slash prison sentence from two to 20 years. So a lot of people are saying 20 years is excessive. No, it isn't. Yeah, honestly, it isn't. You know why? Because at first, when we talked about this story prior to the episode, I was like, this is 20 years, that's fucking crazy. But now I'm really, like, thinking about it. Like, you're disgusting, and because Mm -hmm. your parents didn't raise you correctly, because that's where my mind went to, because they didn't do that, now, 20 years, to whoever does this. Like, yeah, this is a fucking lesson. Like, don't lick, don't. It's stupid, right? It's stupid. 20 years because you licked ice cream. It's dumb, right? So don't do it. Just stop. We're done. I'm all set with that. You guys good? Yeah. Yeah. We're cool with that rule? Great. All right. Thank you, Janine. Love you. Appreciate you. Now let's go on over, Miss Jamie, because I know you got some tweets. What's happening in the Twitter sphere? You know, I got let's a little talk bit. about my queen. Yes. Okay. So the queen, Nicki Minaj, is back again. Okay. She said. She never left. Well, we might thought she's pregnant, but that's fine. Right. Right. I'm like, what happened with that? But anyway, Nicki is coming up with her seats. Okay, as she always does, and she says, "Sit your stupid ass down." Okay, which I was feeling. Okay. So, um, Jesse, let's just think back, right? Before the Cardi B beef, mm-hmm. before the Remy Ma beef, 
Who was like one of the main female rappers? She was beefing with. You mean the one that put a whole mixtape out to try and smash someone that was below her? Black Friday, Lil Kim. What? Mm, Yeah, that's okay. The original Black Barb, though. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm, The original Queen Bee. Queen Bee. Yeah. So, um, tell Beyonce took that. Right. Well, a fan did tweet a video compiled with Nikki paying homage to all the female rappers from Queen Latifah to Foxy Brown, Kim, but even Kim and Foxy and, and and Remy, like all of them. So she's showing receipts. All right. So Nikki. Smiling and said, Now shut the fuck up, you dumb fucks. Can I just say that felt good to say on a Monday? Good. Wow. You know I mean, after work, corporate, mm. what's good? Yes. Laughing my effing ass off. <laughs> I'll give you a censored version right there. Anyway, so, um, Jesse, do you feel like Nikki has just been misunderstood this whole time, or what, what's your whole opinion on this? Are you a Barb? Um, no. No? Okay. I mean, here's the thing. I'll, will I get drunk and go to a concert? Absolutely. Not yeah. below that. Sure not. But am I a barb? No. I don't follow anyone like that, but I know all their tea. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing with Nikki. Okay. Love Nikki. Obviously. Duh. But I feel like... I don't know, because I'm a different human being. You know what I mean? I think she's a Sagittarius. Yes. Come on, Sag. I don't really know too much about you guys, but apparently I'm a a rising Sag, so that's what people think I am. I mean, that that makes sense. Usually your rising is kind of like how you actually are. Which is so funny. Isn't that weird? Yeah, because I'm like, whoa. But here's my thing, Nikki, (laughs) with you, girl. I love you. I appreciate you. And I love that you did through this, oh, too. But, like, let's not shut the fuck up, bitches. Just be classy about it. Like, for one point in your life, just be classy. Be cute. Be like... Y'all, I'm sick and tired. This is the last time I'm doing this. <laughs> but here are my receipts. Actually, you could have just posted the gif of Whitney with that video. Yeah. Honestly. And Literally. we'd be done with the story. Um, but I've always said this. Nikki has clearly always <laughs> looked at Lil' Kim. But then when, mm-hmm. when you get to a point where everyone started, uh, I felt like uh, throwing it in Nikki's face. Nikki started getting to the point like y'all like you do realize like I've made my own numbers at this point in my Mm -hmm. life like I'm not going to keep going back to this bitch like and we've had beef at this point like I'm good so I'm team Nikki with this one I'm sorry I'm going to be I get it all right, but also she is uh, she is giving new and upcoming female rappers a chance to also be signed at her label. So there are some rules and some prizes this is for the Megatron challenge. Yes, the I'm Megatron challenge. I'm doing the Megatron challenge. You got to You got to show us that. Like you got to when We're you do play it. it next week. I'll do it this week. All right, he I'll said it. Good. He said it here first. So the prizes are you can either get uh, first prize is ten thousand. Second prize is five thousand. And third prize is one thousand. Take it. Oh, okay. Sure All right. Sure will and call out of work for a week. All right. Well, you guys. Post that Megatron challenge, do you? Okay, but speaking of Nicki Minaj, <clears throat> fun fact. You might know this next rapper from his old uh, Nicki Minaj stan account. It's called Nas Mirage. <laughs> he doesn't talk about it, but I didn't forget, okay? Horses so, in the back. Yeah, okay. This rapper is Lil Nas X. <laughs> Daddy. Now, he, uh, we did speak about him last week. He did seemingly come out of the closet uh, via social media and via his new song. Okay, but a lot of the homophobes came out. All right, and uh, they're not feeling it. So Lil Nas is responding. So one of his first tweets, he says, <gasps> "Just got news that I'm gay, and I will no longer be streaming my music. Oh my I'm God. sorry that this shit is just not okay." But, you know, I think he's just trolling. He's so sarcastic and funny. Um, So AJC, which is a verified account on Twitter, they also had a tweet. They said that Lil Nas is addressing those who bullied him. And he says, nobody bullied me. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy now. So, Jesse, you know, just with him coming out, first of all, are you shocked that people are even up in arms about this? 
yes, no, I actually don't care. I'm just like, he's going to still continue. He's proven that he can market himself in amazing ways. And that's why I'm here for him. Like, he's going to go in my box. I realize that every week we're just going to have a box of people that we're going to consistently talk about, whether that be Brittany, Nikki, or Lil Nas X, okay? (laughs) Into the box. It's just what the thing is. You know Uh, what I mean? Now, if Cardi gets drawn into that, too, then she's going to just join the table. There you go. But also, I'm wondering, Jesse, do you think it's heightened because he's a black male that has a huge hit? He his song yeah. is still number one. Yeah, okay. because guess what? But here's the thing. The real tea is, is that we actually care. You know what I'm saying? Even though there's hate, it's because people actually care. Because people don't hate Sam Smith. I don't even remember that Sam Smith is a human being, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Till someone's like, you know, I'm listening to some white boy singing soul on, on, on a channel. I'm like, who's this? And they're like, oh, it's Sam Smith. Like, and oh. it's like, oh, it came out like three years ago. <laughs> Other than that, not paying attention. Lil Nas X, you're the it boy. You're him. You are our superhero. And I appreciate him. Yeah, and also he's guys... The, the soldier boy of 2019. Hopefully it's not like a one hit wonder, but also just soldier a fun boy fact. Soldier here, he's on WeTV. Mm, I mean, that's a I, thing, I guess, right? I guess. But old time round, just win diamonds, so congrats to you, Lil Nas X. And there we have it. Boom. Yeah. All right, y'all. We getting her in studio. I ain't going to even put this past any longer. The queen, the bad girl of comedy herself, Miss Lunell in studio. Take a look. Hey everybody, this is me, Lunell, the original bad girl of comedy, and I'm here on After Buzz tonight. Who have I met that I wish that I had? Uh, probably Nipsey Hussle, because if I hadn't met him, it would, it might would be a little bit less devastating. What celebrity annoys me the most? The undeserving ones. If you were running for office, if I were running for office, what would my slogan be? It'd be like, vote for me. I don't fuck around. Where do I get my nails done? At Lux Nail Spa by Lisa. Um, west of the corner of Crenshaw and Century in Inglewood, California. And why blonde? Why not? It's been Ludell. <laughs> Hey, welcome back after buzzers, yo. I promise you, y'all seen her on the screen, you know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, my queen of comedy. <laughs> she the baddest bitch, you know what I'm saying? We got Miss Lunell in the building. Hey. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for even being interested in having me. I'm, I'm blessed. Like, no, but it's, okay, this is really crazy. What's your sign? It's Take the Gucci's off, take the Gucci's Is that really what you are? Yeah, Pisces, March 12th. Ah! What? I'm a Virgo. Okay, and so apparently Pisces and Virgos are supposed to get along extremely well. Like, that, mm-hmm. you're my sign. Yes, reluctantly. You know? <laughs> yeah, because one of my best friends for years and years is a Virgo. What do you mean, what, is, what to, happened to uh, that not, best Nothing, friend? nothing. We're still, we're still good friends. Uh, we fight a lot because you can't tell Virgos shit about shit because they know no, everything. Of course, sure. About every guy. You want me to research it? <laughs> I'll no, pull it up right you here. You order right. <laughs> So, but other than that, like, really long-standing relationship with her. No, but it's so crazy, like, Luna, like, I really need you to know how iconic you are. Like, you are literally an icon. There are five people on my chart that I call my fairy gay parents. 
And you are one of them. Good. You're with Whoopi Goldberg, Jim Carrey, Angela Johnson, and Margaret Cho. Really? And then there's you and Howard Stern. That's a lovely little motley crew that you put together. Well, when I think about like the people who raised me and made me feel like it's okay for me to be me and my good, skin. Good, good. Honestly. And it's why I really love you. Okay. Because I I think you are so I love how authentic to who you are as a person is and stand up allows you to open that door and really be that. Oh yes it does. And the craziest <laughs> thing about everything of learning about you is that how early you started wanting to be in front of an audience. Um because to me, your personality, like, it's just, like, duh, it's going to happen. Like, girl, like, everyone who's not going to be drawn to you? <laughs> but for you, where did that interest really, like, start? Okay. So, um, just to put my legendary hoodness to rest, I was raised in suburbia. Mm-hmm. I, I was raised in Oakland, California for a while. Then we moved to a suburb of Oakland called Castro Valley, which was everything it sounds like. All white, lily white, except for maybe five black families. This was in the I guess when I was like in third grade, you know, whatever that calculation is. Yeah, anyway, we're not going to count. Uh, yeah, now you had eight yeah, brothers and sisters. Yeah, seven brothers and sisters. Seven. The eight. You're the eighth. But I was separated from them. And I came to California and they stayed in the South. Okay. So I have seven brothers and sisters, but I was raised alone. And we lived in the suburbs and, um, I was exposed to, you know, uh, swimming lessons and ballet and uh, Nassaline, but but a lot of, you know, stuff. And I went to the theater one day with a friend of mine whose sister was in a play. And I watched the play because, you know, being in suburbia, I'm watching at this time uh, you know, singing in the rain and a lot of Judy Garland and the Wizard of Oz and all this stuff and and uh, TV since I was the only child mm-hmm. was my thing. Like if I got punished, do anything, don't take my TV because I could go into television yep. and be in there and forget about you know my punishment or whatever like that. So when I went to this play that my friend's sister was in. We got to go backstage. And when we went backstage, I saw the lights like this. And I saw the ropes and the the curtains. And I saw the costumes hanging uh hang up in the in the wings and then we went to the reception and I saw how everybody was buzzing around and wanting to take their picture and they were drinking champagne and eating strawberries and signing the Programs and I said, "Bing, whatever the fuck this is, I want this." And it's been laser focused ever since. I've never had a plan B. I've worked in banks. I've, you know, I've worked with kids. I was a Girl Scout leader. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff, but it was always leading to this. So now, where did like as far as like stand up to acting to you know directing and producing like where did you realize like obviously you're some a jack of all trades. You can jump in any seat, you know. And I think that genuinely is with most great stand-ups is because in order to do stand-up you have to be so present yeah in a sense that you almost ain't even on the stage you so present like you up above looking down at yourself like, sometimes mm-hmm. 
Sometimes. Where did your where would you say your power kind of stemmed from? Like, was it did you realize like for you was it I want to be an actress? Like, and then stand up got you there, or to that point, or was it that the fact that like you realize like. You know what I mean? I see life in a certain way, and I know that I can relate to people, and that's going to help me get to where I want to be. I actually acted first before I ever did stand-up. Mm. And I used to say that stand-up was not in my plan. But as I look back on my life, I had I had one of them things that you talk about on Oprah, a repressed memory. Now, I'm going to share that <laughs> with you. Okay, so I... Uh, started doing plays as well after I saw that play. And then um, from theater, I got to work on this independently owned, uh, self-contained, African-American, owned and operated janky TV station. I'm back. You know, this is way more high-tech than our shit was, but... (laughs) I worked at a television station in Oakland, California called the Soul Beat Television mm-hmm. Network. This guy picked me, you know, because I was flamboyant or whatever. And uh, I was doing shows and I was interviewing. Da, 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 da. Then I got a chance to get like a little jinky manager and I got to audition for my first film, which was So I Married an Axe Murderer, which was Mike Myers' first film before any of the Austin Powers stuff. I hadn't been in a room with Mike Myers in probably, because I was um, probably 25 years until the SAG Awards, and we were two tables apart. And I said, you don't know, you cast me in my first film. I got to finally go back and tell him that. He's like, who are you? I was like, never man. So, um... The second film was was uh, The Rock with Sean Connery and Nicholas Cage. Now, blah, 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 I moved to L.A. and started doing comedy um, uh, because my roommate, who was a call girl, was dating a comedian who had a club. He thought it was funny. He said, come down. I did. I met Robin Harris the same night, uh, Baby Kids and all that, and, da, 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 and, and the beat goes on. But my repressed memory is this. Back when I was a kid, back in the dark ages, they used to have a big stereo, all black folks owned it, called a hi-fi. You turn the hi-fi on, you like you open it up like this. I remember my dad got drunk one night, came home peed in the motherfucker, but anyway... Um, you open it up like this, and it's usually got maybe if you're a high if you a high on the hog, you got the eight track player and the radio and a turntable. Uh-huh. And when it warms up, because you didn't just come on at warm up, there was a little red light at the bottom. So I remember my repressed memory is this will be in the book. This will be in the book, people. Uh, that my parents would leave, and I would get a. A Red Fox album, or a Cosby album, or a um, Richard Pryor album. I would put it on, and I would lay on the floor and put my eye real close up to that red light, and I would sort of go in there and imagine I was in a seedy comedy club. That's my repressed memory. So when I say that I never saw. Um, comedy in my future apparently God did mm-hmm. and that's where the seed came from I guess. Did you, back? Uh, this is just a random question from, I do stand up too like did you ever used to mouth the comedy ever? 
at some point. Like, growing up for me, like, uh, mine was always, like, an Ellen or a Margaret Cho, and I just remember, I would just be laying in my bedroom, and I would mote, like how people sing lyrics, like, I would mote the Oh, you mean, like, do their their bit to the, yeah, of course. Girl, so Cardi was in your blood! No, but who doesn't know every Richard Pryor sketch word for word verbatim at a certain age? Who doesn't know all Dice Clay shit, you know? Well, yeah, we know, yeah, of course, you Molly, yeah, you say it along with the record or whatever, you know, the Showtime special or whatever. You, <laughs> By the way, Margaret Cho and I have been knowing, knowing each other a very long time because she's in San Francisco. I'm from the Bay. And we used to do comedy at a church. They had comedy at a church oh in the, like the Casper or something. No, in, no, in Noe Valley in San Francisco. It was called the Noe Valley Ministry. And I'd be damned if we wasn't in that church doing comedy. Yo, okay, here's a real question. Yeah, done it Personally, for me, women comedians like to me just they slay every type of comedian like I could sit and listen to women talking in comedy just non-stop um, why do you think though you know we see like in hip hop music comedy it's like there can be so many guys doing something but then with women it's like oh you gotta pit this one up against this one and I think it's a little less I would say it's a little less in comedy more so than other things because comedians I don't think really give a shit at the end of the day like it's like we do but like at the end of the day bitch I'm, I know who I am I'm a queen I'm going on tour she's got her own you know what I mean Vegas special you know doing her own residencies comedians are as petty as anybody else girl First let me tell you when I lived in New York please don't don't, don't. <laughs> let, let, let me dispel that motherfucking rumor like we're so got it together no comedians are as petty as any goddamn body else shady petty and all that shit but the real ones that have been in there a long time, who all know each other, who got our pettiness out the way 20 years ago, yeah. really work together now, say congratulations, pat each other on the back and stuff like that. And a little friendly competition ain't never hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. We all in competition, you know. And, you know, some people, we're just at an age where right now, some your your the quality of your comedy is not what gets you paid any longer. You know, um, you can get paid without without being a genius at this shit now. If you just have likes and this and that and all that stuff, but you know, I've found or what I've heard is that you know all the time everything you do on Instagram don't transfer into mm-hmm. a comedy club. You know, and what you you can't edit and do all this and have snap reactions and quick edits on stage. So that's why I used to have an issue with people who were calling themselves Instagram comic because you can't be an Instagram, you can't be one. You know, you're Instagram entertainer, Instagram celebrity, Instagram phenomenon, but you're not a comic because you can't do what the fuck I do. Mm-hmm. You know, people can do, they, they, they're happy if they get a a solid 30 minutes. Well, I can go for four hours on the stage, never repeat shit, go up against the baddest motherfucking Chappelle or any goddamn body else. I'm confident in what I can do in that area. Mm-hmm. I may not be the thinnest bitch on the block, but I be the youngest, hottest bitch on the block, but I'm one of the baddest bitches on the block, and can't nobody deny that. And sure I stand in that. I'm not conceited. I'm just convinced, motherfucker. Have you ever like? I mean, for me personally, I, I say this to myself too. Like, I go through it like with depression. Like, I know that there are so many moments where I go into this dark place, and it lasts a good amount of time. But I can I can look at myself in the mirror, and it's funny. I'll have people be like. 
what were you laughing at over there in that corner? I was like, myself. Like, how do you deal with those moments? Like, how have you dealt, like, throughout the years in turning that into your, your light? You know, it's very brave for you to say that, number one. And it's very, people don't understand the sickness that goes with comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Comedians mostly are degenerates and renegades that, you know, were either going to comedy or be serial killers or something like that. <laughs> you know, I mean, we all, you know, most I mean, of us got records. This is, this is legal right here. Most of us got you Now, motherfucker, <laughs> now it's legal. Uh, you know, most of us have committed crimes, have been to jail, or done something like that, or had some kind of wild relationship, some kind of trauma of family, da yeah. da da And, um, I think that, um, what was the question? Shit, I'm high. Oh, uh, no, wait a minute, what was the drama? Oh, well, anyway, I just think that, you know, if you look at some of the greatest comics, they was all troubled motherfuckers, yeah. you know. Lenny Bruce was a troubled motherfucker, you know, prior troubled motherfucker died. He got depression, you mean, you know. You but how do you specifically deal with that? Like, it's how very do you difficult because I get depressed. Yeah. I just came out of a depression. It started on March 31st with the assassination of Nipsey Hussle. Oh, then after that, my publicist died. Then after that, John Singleton died. Then after that, the residency ended. And this was the first assassination I've gone through with my daughter. And I had to hear her cry and look at her tears. I've lived through seven mm-hmm. since I've been born. I was little, but I've, I've been alive since uh, Medgar and Malcolm and King and Kennedy and Kennedy and Big and Pac. That's seven. This is the eighth shit I've gone through that is life-changing and traumatic, but this one really, really, really really, really fucked us up. Nipsey. Especially because I'm in the community. Yeah. I don't live you know, in the valley. I live two blocks from the fucking marathon shop. We are eating this shit every day. Every wall has a mural. Every billboard is victory lap. You know, it's like he's the king of the area. You know, I swear, like I said in another interview, it's almost like <clears throat> in that area, it's almost like the birds don't chirp, chirp the same. Mm. You know, it's really heavy. And it's like everybody's walking around wounded, except for those who are putting into action the legacy that he left about maybe trying to buy something or build something or get your education or do something right. Quit banging and being stupid, you know. Um, put yourselves together. Crips, bloods, let's, let's take this shit over, you know, and quit falling into the trap that they got damn grand. Just because your granddaddy banged, bitch, you don't have to bang, bitch. You got options. Maybe that motherfucker didn't have options. You got options now. But so now you being seeing that many assassinations and living through that many, but this one being so close to you and and obviously, like, as we get older and, you know, someone who, like you, who goes through the experiences and can openly talk about your, de- you know what I mean? Like, I would just went through a depression. Like, Me the too, fact yeah, that you can't yeah. even just say that, you know, looking at it, like, what is something that you would say to our generation now that, okay, this happened with Nipsey? But, like, what can we really do? What's something that, that you've you've seen? You've seen it with Martin. You've seen it with through all these years happen, and you know what I mean? But now we're at a place where I think if it's really laid out, the new generation will do it. Okay. They, just, they just want that understanding. And so with you being in that community, what is something that us as people can help to support all of us with inequality and building up what Nipsey was trying to do? This is going to sound crazy, but I've been Girl, thinking I'm, about this. Look, Bacardi and all that right I'm, now. I'm drinking coffee right now, though, boy. 
This is going to sound crazy, but I really think that if you can be a gangster and run a gangster empire, or if you can be a gangster and turn your life around like a Jay-Z or a Nas or something like that, you can be a gangster in these motherfucking politics. Mm -hmm. And I think that some of these young people need to study government and gangster in this motherfucking political bullshit so we can cut the crap with this misogynistic, old-timey-ass racist bullshit and get some liberal people up here. Young blood is taking over every goddamn thing else. Why not politics? Yeah. And I really think that if you got a good game, if you can talk, if you can become a lawyer, you know, if you like to talk shit, study them books and take that shit right in the courtroom and let's get these people off from misdemeanor bullshit that they're catching the L for. Mm. You know, we can just educate ourselves is what we need to get about the bullshit. It's cool you want to get fatty, you want to wake and bake, smoke weed from 7.30 in the morning to fucking 2 o'clock the next morning. How long are you gonna do that? So I just think that, you know, you guys have so much power at your fingertips if everybody would just get educated and try to get off in this. That's a start. Mm -hmm. You know, be your own little town's mayor, motherfucker. You know, then go on and see, you know, what can maybe you can get in the fucking center. Who knows? But I think you guys are the ones going to be able to have to change this political shit because these motherfuckers we got out of here right now. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, like, I don't even know where to go. Wouldn't, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't treat a dog the way they're treating these goddamn Mexican families. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't put a Honestly. dog in a kennel like that. No. This motherfucker got no compassion. Look at not Detroit. A, not a drop, you know? That's the, listen, I need to rum. The coffee's getting me amped up. <laughs> Shit, I should have. Should have stuck with the fucking liquor. All right, we gonna switch. We gonna switch it up. Mm -hmm, we gonna switch mm -hmm, it up real mm -hmm. quick. All right, do a little fun. Listen, we gonna go to something fun. You know what I <laughs> okay. mean? We try to stay away from politics here on the show. I'm you know, sorry. It's all right. Fine. Sorry, whatever. I went there. You know what I mean? Because girl, don't let me get into a I'm an old grown ass bitch. I, you asked what the kids. No, could I wanted do. that, but I wanted. But that. it's what the kids can do. Yeah. That's what. That's what. That and honestly, work. that's a reality check for a lot of us because it is. You know, we're so consumed with, you know, the Kardashians and whatever the new black China, whatever the case. A mad face emoji on an Instagram post that ain't changing shit. Amen. What are you gonna do? Yeah, a lot you do. You see a lot of people. It's like okay, change your Instagram post to a slate blue, and it's like oh okay, the slate blue reminds me that this is happening over in this country. But I'm from America. Do I really care? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Child. All right, so okay. we're going to switch it to a whole nother... Eat another gummy is what I'm going to do. We're going to wrap it up soon, but i gotta, <laughs> no. I got to play this with you. Okay. Because I was I was actually supposed to lead with this, but I was like, <laughs> I just want to get into your life because I genuinely, like, I fuck with you. Like, I think you were like... I appreciate that because nobody... People come see comedians and then they leave, just like going to see an animal. No, I want to know you. I but know you I, too. And I, I do Q&As at the end of my show. You'd be surprised at the number of people who don't ask you anything. Girl. You guys have an opportunity to talk to a celebrity who's saying, for 10 minutes, I'll, I'll answer you guys' questions, personal or professional, and they sit there and look just like that. You're fucking dead inside. Yo, and let me tell you, why. just hearing you say that, 
I'll cry. Okay. No, seriously, because one thing, I didn't tell you this, but you have literally stopped for our other network is Black Hollywood Live. And you have literally stopped on that carpet every single time. And we pay attention to how many people you actually stop and talk to on the carpets. And I'm not going to get emotional. But, like, I've been doing the entertainment game for a minute. And to see a celebrity every single time make that conscious effort, like, because exactly of your personality, like... You're like, bitch, why wouldn't I? Like, I, y'all are working, yes. and I'm here to work. You're fucking out there. Oh, you got Don't a, let it be the beat. You got a jock, jock for position. <laughs> you know, motherfuckers is shady on the carpet. Do this shade every day. Knock you in a, I know what it is. I remember when Bill Jones, a black uh, a photographer who, um, you know, people would move out the way and stuff, but Halle Berry is one of the first people who was like, no, 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 excuse me, let me get photographed by, by Mr. Jones. You know, you gotta realize who's out there hustling. There's people that you see every time. If you're there every time, you motherfuckers say about your business. You can get a goddamn interview. I'm glad somebody gives a fuck about what I got to yeah. say about any goddamn thing. <laughs> it's a sad day when you walk past and be like, thank you, next. <laughs> thank you, next. That's it. It ain't never that for you though, because we know you're gonna give, you're gonna say something crazy. No, and so I really, I just wanted to say that I meant to start again. I meant to lead with that, but that's That's all all good, baby. Goddamn it, mix it up. Amen. Okay, so here's the thing. We're gonna play this little quick little game right here, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck Mary Kill. Oh my God, the comedy edition. Okay, so we're gonna do the new age. Ready? Fuck Mary Kill. DC Young Fly. Just hilarious. Trevor Noah. I would fuck Jess Hilarious. Okay. I would marry Trevor Noah. I would absolutely, positively, <laughs> without a doubt, kill DC Young Fly. <laughs> but I think he feels the same way about me, to be fair. Wait, is there beef there? Is there no, tradition? I mean, just with me. He ain't. He don't have no beef, I don't think, with me. No. I, I got beef, but it's not big beef. We <laughs> talk about it. We squash for beef. No, 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 no. Are I'm not going to go there. Everything's all, right. all good. We're in a movie. I got the hookup, too. Comes out on the 12th. Damn. We're in a movie together. I'm sure we'll work together again. You know, I want my boy with the motherfucker. He's a little high fee for me. Uh-huh. A little high fee. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of friends, next one. Fuck, Mary kill. Jamie Foxx, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy. I would fuck Jamie. I've heard that to you before. Who wouldn't? <laughs> I would marry Eddie. I would absolutely, with my bare hands, kill <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is... Well, and this one's supposed to be the scandalous but edition. I, but, I mean, I feel you. feel the same way about me. I'm not like this is not new, probably. Okay. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, O.J. Simpson. I would fuck O.J. Okay, I fair know enough. He's a beast. I'm not gonna even go Come on. I sure would. Uh huh. I fuck that killer. Post and that on then, Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh huh. And then I would um, marry. Uh, the one that's not R. Kelly, and I'd so kill Bill Cosby. I'd marry, I'd marry Cosby because he got them coins, and then I would kill with my bare hands R. Kelly, and I'd pee on him. <laughs> Final one. <laughs> this one's actually kind of tough, even though I know you love Bruno Mars. Oh wait a minute, you making my top list? What are about to say about my baby? Oh Lord, okay, Mary kill Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno, and Bruno. Nick Cannon. Obama. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the. <laughs> 
Bruno Mars, Nick Cannon, Obama. Okay, I'm a fuck Nick. Oh. You all want me to kill my baby? <laughs> no, I got to marry Obama. Okay, so you're going to marry Obama. How about we date Bruno Mars? I will not kill Bruno. We won't do that. We'll just date him. Because that's not cool. So, but interesting that Bruno, who has been a favorite of yours for how long, has mm. now been shifted from fuck, at least. Like, we ain't going to fuck you. Nick Cannon going to get placed there? Have you seen Nick? I mean, I do have. You I'm know not going to lie. Do I, Crazy? I, don't, I don't know him. Wish I did. <laughs> And I wish He's the rumors I heard. He's my friend that I don't fuck, and I would suck his dick. And he knows it. I would never, you know, I mean, I would, I mean, I just think about it because he's my friend, so Why I can't. Know I, but I would, you know, if I had to suck a dick, I would suck Nick's. That's and right. On, and on Easter Sunday in front of church. Let the, let the church say amen. Amen. Okay, I want to go over to Jamie because I know Jamie got a question yeah. for it. What oh we my got? God. Okay, Bruno, Bruno, man. I, I know you just killed Bruno. You're dating. It's dating. It's she dating. Said it. She said it. She said it. We heard it. What's the tea, Jamie? Okay, so I have a question, but we also have a question from the chat, too. Okay. Okay, so one of the questions is okay, considering another comedian. Monique, who has, you know, had her struggles in the comedian business, this industry, Netflix, all that good stuff. Have you experienced similar struggles? And this question comes from Ashley Gray in the, in the chat. Um, I have um, been privy to the struggle of the non-payment of justified work between female comics and male comics, for sure. Yes. Monique ain't wrong about that worth a goddamn, Okay. But as far as, um, you know, telling Oprah and shit to suck a dick, I ain't had, I ain't had, no, I ain't had no problem like that. <laughs> hey, Oprah! Hey, Oprah! Hey, Oprah! I'll take right. whatever check Keep you got. Hey, Oprah! Hey, Oprah! Okay, so then my question for you, you know, Lonnie Love is on daytime TV and so is Cheryl Underwood. Would you also see yourself on daytime or, you know, primetime TV doing your own show or hosting with the panel? In today's society? Only my own. Oh, mm. come on now. Yeah, I would do my own. I, I might have panel segment, okay. but I, I don't want to play with the girls all day. But spe- okay, but speak on that. In a world of reality television or in television where TV is trying to compete with an online online networks, um, you know, you see a lot of huge celebrities kind of to me personally stepping down and coming into that panel state or you know what I mean or they're being I mean it's work but but see just like I would not want to do housewives or anything like that I'm not for any parts of catty bullshit I'm just not I'm not for any kind of hierarchy shit if if I'm not working in in a welcoming environment well, we all going to slay this shit, girl power, let's get it on. And everybody, you know, try to make each other better rather than try to be shy or this is the bitch. Or this is. I'm not doing any of that. So for that reason, i say I would have to have my own show. But if I found sisters, like, I get along very well with Claudia Jordan. Me and Claudia used I to work Claudia. together on the foxhole before. Person. I could work with Claudia on any given day. I could work with Adele Givens on any given day. You know, Laura Hayes on it. There's many people. What about some more? Yeah. Um, What's your, like, feeling on her? 
Well, I think Samoa is a lone wolf. You know okay, what I'm saying? Because honestly, like, I loved her growing up, but then, I mean, I'm going to keep it real. Like, growing up, I loved her, and then I felt like there was a weird disconnect in the comedy world with her, for me as a fan personally, and then just seeing her, period. Like, she just kind of kind of disappeared, really. Well, she hasn't done a lot of film and television. Yeah. Uh, okay, because you got to stay in, you know, in hello, life. you got to stay relevant. Yeah. And uh, she's still, just like people like Arnest J and shit, there's people out there that can still work just on their, like, like a song for like a better word. <laughs> uh, but, um... Uh, she's got a dedicated fan base like everybody do and and they keep her working but um, uh, I think that she you know from what I understand you know uh, works uh, she can work in a group but you don't see that very often I'll put it like that she can work with other women but you don't see it very often which leads one to think that she may not prefer to do that and that's a motherfucking choice yeah because I do I do love seeing you in a group setting because like on Showtime, I watched the uh, Fighting Women of a Certain Age. I did. I watched it. Didn't and honestly, you love that? And here's why: I didn't know a lot of those women. I honestly, didn't either. personally, I knew you and I knew Fran Drescher. Yeah, uh, I knew. Um, I knew and uh, Carol. Um, Carol Montgomery. Yes. Yeah. I, I just saw her in New York the other day. Yeah, it, it, the thing I did like about it, for those of you who are not familiar, Showtime had a special, probably still does. It's, it's probably still, still running. Yeah. Funny women of a certain age, five women from different backgrounds, nationalities, and genders, and everything like that. Kid, no kid, married, no married, divorced, da da da. Uh, over 50 doing the special. I barely made it, child, but I made it by. Barely, bitch, she I was the headliner. She headlined it. it. Hi. No, I mean, I barely made it at 50. I'm, you know. <laughs> but yeah, they did put me at the end. I was I was pleased, and uh, you know, wait, I think does that know a, how it was recorded? I mean, yeah. Oh, okay, tell yeah, me, girl, because I want to know. Too. No, no, that's, that's okay. how it was recorded. Because I was like deserved. I mean, you. as it should be, <laughs> right? But um, have the actress open up. It was yeah, you know, who was obviously not a comedian, but. They wrote her they wrote her jokes. They notice what I said, Cardi B. They wrote her jokes very well. I was here for it. I listened to But I, there's something but there that she did. It's her character. Which is the reason that guys don't like to see female comments. Like we know wait, you wait. didn't do cancer schmanza. That's what her, her yeah. uh, thing was called, cancer schmanza. She had specials or something like that. But guys don't want to hear about that. They don't want to hear about the fucking period. You know, the comedy that I do includes the men. It don't exclude them. Sure does. And that might be, you know, I'm just saying that that is, to me, you can see the difference between the actress and the, and the, and the comedians. You can tell the difference between one who was delivering lines and the other ones who was living the shit. Now, had you worked with those women prior to, was there like a test show like or anything like that? Like it was just like, nah, hey, Carol Montgomery show up here. is the woman who pulled all the pieces together and it wasn't no big backstage even uh, uh, one of the girls who was good friends with Brooke Shields Brooke Shields was back there with us ironing her <laughs> I'm like this motherfucker uh, Blue Lagoon over here ironing the motherfucker 
Not the blue lagoon. Blue lagoon. Y'all want to see a little dick? Go watch blue lagoon. It's the water. It'll shrink you. But um, <laughs> you know, it was very you know cohesive. Everybody. That was a case of everybody coming together yeah. to work for the special. We some bitches. They done finally gave us some, uh, you know some time. Let's make this happen. And we did that. It wasn't luxury accommodations by no means. But it was and a I dope wouldn't do show. it like that again. But it was a dope ass show. Yeah. Check it out on Showtime. Everybody. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So you just wrapped up also with your your Vegas residency which congratulations because that's I again like I said Stay tuned please understand that you are iconic special like stop saying like the kids do you realize yes bitch do you know who you are to the kids well you're the, I know, you you're know, the mother your mother girl but, but, but and, and I'm glad about yeah. that you know uh, shout out to everybody you on know post. how many people honestly were so excited when I posted that you were coming on because like again like I named my five people yes because and the reason is is because when you speak you speak from your heart, and it and it shows. That's good. No matter what what comes out, whether you talking about, you know, what I mean, <laughs> have I had an orgy like that? I maybe have. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I'm a little, you know, what I mean, a little too shy to talk about it. it you know. 70s. But here I am talking about my depression, where she said, "Shout out to you for talking about your depression." Yeah, we can share our stories yes. other different ways. I believe, and I appreciate that because you do. Bring a part of me out by you speaking your truth. You help me grow as a human. And that's why I appreciate you and I love you as a person. And that's why you are legendary. Legendary. Thank you. No, seriously. Like, I really want you to no, own I that. No, I feel that. Okay. I feel that because you're Because you said it in... three times now. And I'm like, girl, no. We're not... You ain't leaving here. Uh, you know, um, I feel that... Somebody has got to. Everybody talk about keep it real, keep it real. Somebody's got to really do yeah. it. Like I don't, you know, I'm not like like if I met if I met Obama, if I was in a room with Obama and Bruno and Nick and everybody like that, same chick. I, I, I if I met the Queen of England, same chick. Was you know, there a moment where you ever felt like should I change it up? Was there honest, sure. like an honest moment? And how yes. did you fight that moment? Well, because, I mean, look, there's cliques, you know, in Hollywood. Like, I don't get to go to the NAACP awards. Or I don't get oh, girl, you can take mine because... Uh, oh, uh, I want to go. Let's go last year. year. Last, last, this year was Fyra, and this really inspirational black shit. Wait, I'm, girl, I you didn't really I'm, get invited? No, I don't get invited to um, stuff like that. No time. But I'm going to join the NAACP and see what happens. Okay. Beverly Hills chapter, here I come. I'm going to join. I've been I've been putting that off. And I, okay. I've been putting it off at this time of that time. Okay. Well, I'm going to make time. I'm going to join the NAACP like my forefathers okay. and mothers and stuff. And we're going to see, do I get invited to But I'm not joining to get an invite. I'm joining because I think that I should. I you know, belong that. to something. No, yeah. I'm just not fucking... And, um, and okay, pause on that. Hold mm-hmm. on, and we'll come back to that. Okay. But with you saying that, within your specific community, within the four streets that you live within, what are you like? How you said, you know, I want to be a part of the NAACP. In your specific community, what is something that you really want to? Is there something you know what I mean? Because there is sometimes where I feel awkward too. Like somebody huge passes away, and I understand what their movement was, but personally, like. My mentality isn't right there, right? Right now. Sure. Is there something within your community that you are feeling that you want to work with, that you want to work towards, or is it that Nipsey's passing was an awakening to you, where you were like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, because you've had multiple, you have multiple places where you live and whatever, so that you're thinking, "Oh shit!" 
I should be paying more attention to this community? Or is it that you now are like, how do I step into this role within this these four streets? Or Well, it was definitely, a, it, I was always woke. Mm-hmm. I always knew that there was something I needed to do. But it was definitely that, you know, yeah. little shake, shake the baby type moment, you know? But I also have to remember, before I moved to L.A., I lived in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I would be remiss to do something for L.A. <laughs> Them motherfuckers in Oakland would be like, hey, bitch, remember us? <laughs> we still you know, no, we Yeah, we still <laughs> So before I would do anything okay, in L.A., I would have to do something in Oakland. And what I would want to do in East Oakland, because the motherfuckers yeah. from Oakland that are listening know, you know, gentrification, they came in, and downtown, they want everything to look like the fucking postcard, everything to look like the postcard. They didn't forgot about East Oakland and everybody out there. So I would want to develop something like what I had when I came up. I came up through the Oakland Ensemble Theater in Oakland, and in this Victorian house, they taught, you know, painting background. They taught wardrobe. They taught dance. They taught acting. And I would want to build some kind of performing arts center in East Oakland for these kids to study music and study the arts as they take the shit out of school. And it's been a shit show ever since then. So I would want to get a, a, a place to do that. And that's I'm if so I excited. ever get in the position to do that you shit, will. I'm just trying to buy a motherfucking house. You if will. I can do that first, then we talk about Oakland after this. Bitch, don't you own a house yet. Girl, it's about to happen. Well, from your mouth to God's ears, okay. baby. And we're going to speak on it. You know, what are we working on right now? Where can everyone follow you? Where can everyone keep in touch with you? What is the next project that we are about to experience? Because I know you was just in New York. Yeah. So when am I you performing in L.A. so I can come see you? All right. Okay. So yeah. um, <laughs> I'm rarely in L.A. But I know. I am getting ready to start doing a, like every six weeks like a Taco Tuesday at the J Spot in Inglewood. Okay. I'm going to be doing that because I support black business and there's only two black comedy clubs in L.A. That's on uh, Pico with the Comedy Union. And on um, Manchester to J Spot. So I fucked with both of them, but Jay is my boy. So I'm going to start doing that. The next movie I got come out on the 12th. Um, and that is I Got to Hook Up 2 with a bunch of ignorant motherfuckers. <laughs> um, once again, not going to get invited to NAACP. <laughs> What's that cat tells me a character? It's, uh... What's she, do, what's she doing this one? I'm a nurse. <laughs> okay. That's all, all I'm right. going to say. She went to school? Yeah, yeah, she's... Yeah, I'm a nurse. Got down. Got she's got dick on. or something? Like, well, what's happening on the weekend? Oh, apparently. Anyway, apparently, that, she's that, giving that. all the checkups. But the thing I'm proud of... Okay. Uh, and and, and then they will hold on within the next two weeks. There should be another big... Announcement, and you guys, I'll make sure my publicist lets you know so maybe you can drop a lug. But um, the next thing that's coming out uh, on the screen is Netflix. It's a movie called Dolomite Is My Name, starring the great Eddie Murphy. It's got Craig Robinson and T.I. and Wesley Snipes and myself and a bunch of other people. It's I always wanted to do a period piece, like back in the 70s and stuff, and I got to do that this time, and I didn't get the role that I auditioned for, but they gave me a another role and I think that this is great the movie has been screened and the people that I've talked to that have seen it like my manager and stuff said that Eddie kills this motherfucker like Eddie Murphy is back on his game okay. and um, they said 
I didn't do too shabby either. Never did. No nails, wig. You'll see. I play. Wait, what? That's right. I play uh, Rudy Ray Moore's aunt, who is the guy that Eddie Murphy is playing, the late great Rudy Ray Moore. Wait, wait. You said you wear a wig? Uh, yeah, I wear a wig. Because you never wear a wig. I never seen you. No, wear because wig. I'm too fucking hot. But I wear a wig for the money. And um, then I cut my nails. Because, you know, in the 70s, they didn't have no nails like no. this. So um, I really went in, and I'm very proud of it. It was, it was going to be released in May. And then, after the screening, word on the street is they decided to hold it to release it in October so that it could be in the running to be nominated hey. for some shit. That's how good Eddie did, y'all. So don't so you haven't watched it name. back yet? So what? You haven't been able to watch it back no, yet? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. But my, my, my team has seen it. Mm-hmm. And they told me they're proud of me and everything. How are you on watching yourself back? I usually will watch everything once and then I never watch it again. Okay. But I'll you know, put it on like if somebody comes to the house, they want to watch it. But you're in a Star is Born, so you only watch the Star is Born one time? Uh, the Lies No, I, I have only watched the movie once. Okay. I've seen my clip, of course, you know, a million times. Right, repeat. But because it's in my, it's in the video that plays before my stand-up show, because I'm really, so I see it every night. But as far as watching the Star is Born, I've only watched it once because it's too emotional for me. Really? Yes. Bradley is my friend. He's, that's why I got my little cameo in the movie. And no spoiler alert, but you know, Go, when the girl, end comes, they done made the movie three times. No, but everybody knows This is different. Got, that's true. Because I've never seen it before until this one. Okay, until so. Until this one. I saw this one. So when he got Me out too, the girl. truck. Yeah. I lost it, and I continued to cry all through the well, credits. Well, so since he's your friend, speak on it. Like, how was he getting into this role? Because some of the performances with him and Lady Gaga, they were weird. Because he's not comfortable being that performer, and Gaga's, like, into it. She's like, a you? She's like, they this is me. They weren't weird to me and eight, oh. nine million other motherfuckers. They were hot is what the fuck they were. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to be able to, like you said. What you say Say I was? I was sassy, but at the same time, I keep, keep it cute. Keep it cute. So, mm-hmm. would you say for him this was a, like a big? Did you see a change in him as a person, like being his? No, friend? because he's the same way all the time. He's an even killed type of guy. I've never seen him upset. I'm sure he gets it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I've seen him upset in a film, but you know, I've never experienced that energy from him. And uh, he's, you know, he didn't just star in this; he directed it, mm-hmm. and he fought for it for like seven years. And, you know, it was a passion. This is a passion project. I think he fucking killed it to be nominated out the gate with your first... You know what I'm saying? And then he got all-star cast and me, Gaga. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just think he did a beautiful, beautiful job. Because every director don't have to scream and throw shit. Lee Daniels, that's what I heard he do. I don't do... I don't know. I That's what I heard. Everybody... <laughs> You can I, check out Black Hollywood Lives this week. Like you know too. what I mean? We talk about it all the time over there. I'm just... Okay, well, anyway, everybody <laughs> don't have to act like that to get the best performance yeah. out of somebody. And Bradley doesn't have to. And he, he didn't have to... He didn't have to give me a cameo in my second Academy Award nominated film because Borat was nominated for Academy Award as well. People forget about that. Who? Because guess what? Guess what video I own and I watch all the time is Borat. Because to be honest with you, that was a movie at the time that was so iconic. That fucking shit. Listen. 
Like, do you just I have tried a hard... to watch That's what I'm saying. It. Like, how can you not know how legendary you are? Because I know you walk the streets and p- bitches be like, oh, sometimes bitch, you got the chicken. Where sometimes. you at, girl? Yeah, like, come on. You can't tell me that. Sometimes. A lot of times. A lot, yeah. Especially, I mean, that's why you ain't in but LA But you want to know something? Before, <laughs> this is back to Nip again. Before Nip passed, I was always like, oh, I hope nobody talks to me shit. You know, I'm just trying to go in here and get yeah, some motherfucking zigzags and get the fuck back in the motherfucking house, <laughs> right? But now I embrace it more because I feel like they need to see yeah. that there's still somebody here who cares, who's trying to get there, who will ride for my neighborhood and that my and my my fans ride ride for me, and who you know I'm right here at the grocery store with you, I'm right here at the gas station with you, and yes, I was at the BET Awards, but now I'm back and I'm right here. You know, I mean, I got a Mercedes and I got a fucking beat up. Ass sign with a crack windshield. What do I drive more? The beat up ass sign with the crack windshield. Because a bitch ain't t- got a floss, the Mercedes, to go to goddamn Taco Bell. Don't be ridiculous, bitch. And no one going to really Taco Bell. We're going to Salsa and Beer if you're ready. True that. You know about Salsa and Beer? I don't go to Taco Bell anymore. You know about Salsa and Beer? I know about the one in Ensenada. <laughs> Luna, thank you so much for coming through. You were amazing. You're amazing. You got big old future, girl. You got big old future. I don't know. I don't do do balls. I wouldn't care if nobody had any. All right, because I'm gonna honestly tell you when you talked about that whole gagging situation and the hand on the head, like I'm like, yes, no, absolutely not, no, not trying to die here, no. God damn it, I can't breathe, motherfucker. Hey, what about that bitch with that cute? But you dirty bitch. Who is that dirty gag? Re- bitch ain't got no gag reflex. I'm gonna do one, but I'm gonna get one of them little cocktail pickles. You know them little. <laughs> I'm going to be, a, be on, the, on the lookout. Be on the lookout because I'm gonna do it. But I'm gonna be like, mm-hmm. we're gonna start a new Instagram challenge. Pickle dick. How small Hashtag can you go? Dick. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I love you. Thanks, you guys. No, seriously, where can oh, everyone follow you? On my Instagram, mm-hmm. and please, if you saw me on here, mention that you saw me on the Afterbuds TV. Okay, and then I'll probably write you back. Um, you can write me at Lunell, at Lunell on Instagram, L U E N E L L. My we- website is heylunell.com. If you went to. English class, you know it's H E Y, not H A Y. You'd be surprised. The motherfuckers I got to correct about them. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, Lunell! Lunell! And then uh, the, uh, my uh, my Facebook is the official Lunell. The official Lunell. And I, I write back, especially if you're cute or whatever. No, you do. Because I'm going to honestly, you know, I made my whole day and I was like, you know why I love Lunell? Because I knew you wrote me back today when I posted the, the yeah. clip. But you know what I really knew? And I'm going to say this just because friend Jester said, I realized they realized I was a certain age because <laughs> 50, over 50 is of a certain age. Yeah. I said, you know, Lunette, when I say fairy gay mother, you are my fairy gay mother. I, I, because I she replied that. with a bitmoji. She didn't reply with like, a, thank you so much for this. She replied with a bitmoji that said, it was a big ass one that said, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm trying to use all my little accoutrements. And I live for like you. Like I do the unicorn. You know the thing yep. where you it's your faith. So I'm I'm the unicorn. Okay. That's what we need. If you could actually before I go up to the girls, <laughs> if you could be one in one Disney movie, what Disney movie would it be, and who would your character be? Because I see what I could. You could be Ursula for Ariel. I see it. Right. Uh, well, I would probably would you be pick? Snow White because I need me seven dwarfs like a motherfucker. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> like she said, you know, I mean, I can't do another that little tickle, tickle boo shit. I need a whole motherfucker. Have you seen this pussy? <laughs> I didn't say that. But yes, you did. No, I'm not. I did. Girl, yes, you who did. Who are you quoting? You, are, you need to lay off the edible. No, girl. I've seen your episode. Watch. I'm going to post it on my, on my, okay, do that on my situation. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. You guys can- <laughs> Back to my Gucci's. Fuck Put the that. Gucci's on, girl. Yeah. Janine, Jamie, where can everyone follow you? Hey guys. Hey, I'm Janine, and you can follow me at Janine Doyon. What's up? And I'm Jamie. You can find me on Twitter at Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-I-M-I. Boom. Oh. You guys can hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Also, check us out at oh, wow, AfterBuzz wow. tonight across all social media platforms, AfterBuzz TV, all that jazz. And make sure you guys go check out that Showtime special. You know what I'm saying? Women of a certain age. Funny women of a certain <laughs> Funny age. Funny women of a certain age. And you'll see the one only, the queen, Miss Lunell. Till yeah. next week, same time, same place. Also... At the end of the day, I want you to know you are loved. You are appreciated. You are blessed and highly favored. You is good and you is kind and you is important. But at the end of the day, only you can prevent your dreams from coming true. Oh, Until I next week. I going to say prevent four or five. I know. Only you can prevent four or five. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.